88.1 FM, Gina, Alexandria. 98.9 FM, Monroe, West Monroe. 92.5 FM, Shreveport, Greenwood. 100.1 FM, Lake Charles. And KQJO, 99.3 FM, St. Joseph, Louisiana, Natchez, Mississippi. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the Restoring Faith broadcast, and I am Dr. Christopher Manuel, pastor of the Smyrna and Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist churches in Alexandria. We desire to present the gospel message of Jesus Christ to a dying world in these final moments of Earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. The Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church will launch their 83rd church anniversary with a gospel musical at 6.30 p.m. Friday, August 9th at 916 Richmond Drive in the Acadian Village Subdivision. Both local and out-of-town musical guests will blow the roof off the house. The Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church's 83rd church anniversary continues Saturday, August 10th, starting at 9.30 a.m. with Sabbath School. And at 11 a.m., Pastor Benjamin Francois III from Slidell, Louisiana. A delicious lunch will be served immediately following the service. Then at 5 p.m., a gigantic musical explosion featuring the Smyrna Sanctuary Choir, the New Scott Alley Church Choir, the Brotherhood Choir from New Scott Alley, the 8th District Association Brotherhood Choir, of Alexandria, the Voices of Maranatha, and more. The Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church's 83rd Church Anniversary, Friday, August 9th, and Saturday, August 10th at 916 Richmond Drive in Alexandria. Pastored by Dr. Christopher Manuel, the Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church is another proud sponsor of KAYT, KQJOFM. And be able to tell people what thus saith the Lord. The Sabbath is the Sabbath because God said it. Isn't that right? He didn't mess with the calendar. I don't care what people say. Well, there's a Gregorian calendar we go by now. Those other calendar days have been done away with. Honey, go back and read your Bible. God numbered the days. We are the one who named the days. The only name that God gave to a day was Sabbath. Hello, somebody. When we read like we're supposed to be, reading, you will therefore discover, ooh, this, this is in the Bible. Yes, all you have to do is open it. It will talk to you. Brothers and sisters, verse 15, he says, I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh, and the water shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. Listen to this quote here coming, <laughs> coming from Page Austin Prophets, page 106. God knew that Noah would have thought when the clouds gathered, the 40-day and 40-night rain would start all over again. If you've been on the boat for 295 days with all of the animal kingdom, and he told you before you built the ark, it's going to rain how long? 40 days, 40 nights. And the next thing you know, he closed the door, and it started raining after seven days. And the next thing you know after that, that the boat, the ark began to rise and you began to float up and you could not open a window. And then the next thing you know, you're sitting on now, you feel the boat shake. You, if you've ever been on a cruise or if you've ever been on a boat fishing with somebody who couldn't fish real well. And they, well, anyway, if you <laughs> felt the boat rock and it just stood there, it was sitting on Mount Ararat at that time. And then the next thing you know, he told you, open the door of the ark. I'm still in this quote because I'm trying to get you to understand something. Are you with me today? Amen. 
So right here, if it was going to rain again and he began to see cloud cover, do you not know that's what our minds would have thought the same thing? The quote goes on to say, God knew Noah would have thought when the clouds gathered the 40 day and 40 night rain would start all over again. Not anymore unless man should be terrified with gathering clouds and falling rains, should be in continual dread, fearing another flood. Listen to what God did. God graciously encouraged the family of Noah with the promise. What did he say? Verse 15, I will remember my covenant, which is between me, you, and every living creature, and the water shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. He said, not only am I giving you a reminder, I'm making you a promise. And the last time that we knew that when God makes promises, you know what he said? I'll never leave you nor forsake you. That ought to encourage somebody. He says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy is going to come in the morning. He said, as two things that we've never seen, we've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Honey, you are a part of the righteous. Yes, you are. Point to yourself. God, I'm a part of the righteous. I may be in pain a little bit, but I'm a part of the righteous. It may not go the way that I think that it should go, but I'm part of the righteous. It may have fell apart right at the street, but I'm part of the righteous. You know why? Because I still can open up my refrigerator. I got food in there. It's more than just a pitcher of water. Y'all ain't going to talk to me today, Smyrna. See, see, when I get up, when, when I can get up and think about it, I still got a job. Somebody talk to me. When I put the key into my ignition in my vehicle, it may look like it's on ecstasy, but it's full. Somebody ought to say something to me right now. You can turn the key in your ignition and your car start up and it won't explode. Somebody ought to say glory right there. And when God has done something like that, he not only gives you a reminder, he makes you a promise. I will keep you in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Trust ye in the Lord Jehovah, for in him is everlasting strength. If you be faithful over a few things, come on up, I'll make you a ruler over many. These are the reminders that we need to put sticky notes on our mirrors at home. When you're going through the valleys of darkness, you need to put up that reminder, you need to put out them sticky notes. Because your phone won't remember to do that. You have to grow in constant relationship and devotion with Christ. That when stuff happens, when the bottom falls out, the reminder comes on. He said he'll keep me. (laughs) He said he'll never leave me nor forsake me. I know that he's with me because his rod and his staff, they're there to comfort me. Yeah, yeah. You know what else he said? He said, I'm going to protect you while you're by the still waters. He said, and if you stay faithful, he said, I will, I will keep the fruit on the vine for you. That's Malachi chapter 3. It won't, it won't deliver before it's time. These are, these are the attributes of those who be faithful to God. And when stuff fall out, Sister Proche, like it's going to do because we're human, we not to get sidetracked as if that's the last thing that God can do. Oh, my goodness. Car mess up, that's all right. Guess what? There are a whole bunch of other car lots here in Alexandria. Am I right about it? There are a couple of mechanics in the place as well. There are people that can help you get past what you're going through. And you know what? God is so smart. He'll lead you to those folk, and those folk will become a blessing to you. Watch this, and you'll become a blessing to them. Why? Because he's two things you've never seen. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg for bread. 
Let me try to go on, try to end this thing. Y'all done got me excited right here. God always gives us reminders, brothers and sisters, doesn't he? To further understand the unadulterated simplicity of this rainbow, he still baffles scientists and legal representation of our day. Listen to what one writer says. As the bow in the cloud results from the union of sunshine and shower, so the bow above God's throne represents the union of his mercy and his justice. In other words, can I tell you what, can I tell you? He don't have to do what he do. He does it because he loves you. Watch this. And there is nothing. <laughs> thank you, Holy Spirit. There is nothing you can do to make God love you any less. Mm, mm, mm. I didn't, here, here is how we talk in the psychology lonely hallway in our mind. I done done it again. He ain't going to get me through this one. Who said that? Did you say that? Yes. Nod your head. Yes. You said that. God didn't say that. He said, I love you with an everlasting love. There's nothing you can do to make Jesus love you any less. Now, people are fickle because we made it dust. You'll love me today, be mad at me tonight, and then you'll love me come Wednesday, be mad at me again. And then, you know, some people, we are good. We take the pencil of our lives and write folk off. Yeah. Yeah. I can't stand you. Yeah. Amen? Right. But you forget. You're supposed to be saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. How you gonna write? Oh, I know I'm saying the country, and I got a doctorate degree. How you gonna write somebody off and you just might make it to heaven and see them again. Because that type of attitude, that type of demeanor, hey, can't go in glory. That's part of the baggage that you carry it. Am I right about it, Smyrna? We gonna have to get, I know I'm saying the country, please forgive me. We gonna have to get rid of some stuff. If we plan on leaving here, because what'll wind up happening, it'll be in that box with you when Jesus returns. And you'll wind up having being a little bit too heavy to leave here when he leaves here. So we have reminders today. Hallelujah. Because the text says, verse 16, go with me. Genesis 9. I'm trying to trying to end. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And the rainbow shall be in the cloud. And I will look upon it that I may remember the everlasting covenant between me, between God and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. And I'm so glad that God gives us reminders, brothers and sisters, because it reminds us how good he is. It reminds us how loving he is. It reminds us how gracious he is. It reminds us how marvelous he is. It's just a reminder. It reminds us how amazing he is how wonderful he's been, how excellent he is, and how magnificent he is. It's just a reminder. It reminds us how faithful he is, how kind he's been, how majestic he is, how glorious he is. It's just a reminder. It reminds us that he woke us up this morning, gave us breakfast if we wanted to eat, waiting now to give us lunch in the afternoon, providing dinner if we can handle it come evening time. It's just a reminder. He clothed you in your right mind, started you on your way. 
and can lay you down to sleep, protect you during the nighttime. You don't have to worry about receiving a phone call if something go down and go bad or go south because greater is he that's within you than he that's in the world. It's just a reminder. He delivered you from death. He healed you from disease, saved you from your sins, and rescued you from the enemy. It's just a reminder. And with the reminder, brothers and sisters, as I hurry on to a close, a reminder is a promise that he made. Verse 17, and God said unto Noah, this is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. Here's a quote, education, page 115. Listen to what it says. The rainbow spanning the heavens with its arc of light is a token of the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature. And it Encircling the throne on high is also a token of God's children of his covenant of peace. Well, brothers and sisters, as I shut down, you can go ahead, sis. What comes to mind is another reminder. When thinking of what he did for Noah and his family, another reminder comes to mind. It speaks both through time and to eternity because there was a decision discussed in eternity past before time was created about in case man jacks up. This was plan A. God didn't have a plan B because he knew the end from the beginning. He said, let me put it, it's like when you have a document. When you, when you sign the house, there's a certain uh, closure in there in case this happens. But it was still part of the main document. So it wasn't a, an afterthought. God says, in case mankind mess up, I need to give them another reminder. He has a reminder that speaks through time. A reminder that the unfallen worlds still don't understand. A reminder that angels beheld and wept greatly when it came to fruition. A reminder that speaks to all ages and speaks to all genders and speaks to all cultures and speaks to all races and speaks to all languages and speaks to all peoples and speaks to every tongue around this celestial law. That final reminder is the cross. The cross testifies that there is a promise made. For God so loved the world 